on, everybody? Welcome to the Rap Chat Podcast, a part of the J-Powell Network. I'm your host, Sherelle, a.k.a. J-Powell. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, and be sure to follow the Rap Chat Podcast Instagram as well. Definitely would appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you continue to listen as we share these fun stories with these great artists. Today, um, Dope Soul uh, shares a very... Uh, personal story uh, that uh, is definitely worth the listen. So sit back and uh, enjoy the show. Plug <laughs> <laughs> it with the stocking cap. How y'all feeling, bro? I got some crazy, like, yo, are we live? Oh, oh yeah, we, yeah, I'm recording. Oh, my God, bro, because I got the craziest story, like, this shit is like hallmark. Oh dang! So, you know, a while ago when we, we were talking, I told y'all about like the crazy upbringing of like my dad and stepdad and all this, all that crap. I feel like I touched on that. Did I not? I don't think I don't you think did. I, I, I don't. I, I don't think that was a part of the Dope Soul Chronicles. Oh shit, bro! <laughs> Buckle <laughs> up, bro. Buckle the fuck up, bro. It's about to be crazy, but it's gonna be good. It might make you cry at the end. Uh oh. All right. So it all started when I was born. <laughs> Sammy, I mean, but, wing stop, man. You can't be making me cry. Wing stop. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's crazy because, like, all right. So my biological dad was never in my life. All my life, I was made to believe that it was like because he didn't want to be in my life. But the, the crazy story is, is that like he was basically pushed out. He was shut out and put into a very awkward situation that I think even myself, when I look back at it, I look at it and I say I would have walked away, too, because what I don't think any person, man or female, has the right to do is separate a child from their parent if the parent is actively trying to be a parent. You know what I'm saying so. Uh, 31, bro. I'm 31 years old, and two days ago, maybe three days ago now, was the first time that me and my biological dad ever had dinner together, and it was fucking beautiful. I I feel like I'm whole as a person because, like, I don't know if this is everyone's desire. But for me, bro, I had a two-parent household all my life, but I always felt like I wanted the relationship with my dad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Regardless, I've had, I've had a two-parent household too. Of course, I don't say it in my rhymes, but you know. Don't <laughs> 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 have mommy and daddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas don't talk about this stuff, bro. Yeah. You know, uh, Eminem ruined the two-parent household image in rap, yeah. <laughs> They did, dog. They made it seem like everybody had this. They were educated, highly educated. Hey, bro. So it could have been him, bro. I don't want to talk about irrelevant niggas, yo. But go ahead. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we're going to definitely touch on that, too. We definitely going to touch on that. I feel like Clarence's parents had a real good marriage. It's a return joke, yo. (laughs) Right. And hell yeah, bro. (laughs) <laughs> and they have a really good marriage. (laughs) I know that I slandered Kwali, you know. And for good reason, 
but he shut it down with most death. I mean, brother Yasin Bey at SNL the other night. That was a classic episode of SNL, one of the best episodes I've seen in a very long time. And I grew up watching SNL. I've been watching SNL since the last season that they had Tina Fey and um, Tracy Morgan before 30 Rock. So I've been watching SNL for a while long. That was one of the best episodes in a long time. You feel me? But yeah, I'm gonna let you finish though, but I just had to say that because I don't want niggas to be like, yo, Skills is always going in on Kwali. I'm gonna give him his props, yo. The nigga can rap, yo. Anyway, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a fuck Respectfully. But like, bro, the crazy thing about it all, like just to wrap it up, I don't I don't want to draw it out too much. It's basically like I got uh like I've been battling with like depression for a long time. But I'm a I'm a happy person. So like for me to be depressed is more like I just kind of like stop talking to people. Like I, I really just don't talk to anybody. I still I'm still active, but I feel like when you're depressed, you kind of deny yourself the thing that makes you happy in a sense. I guess that's why you're depressed. And I feel like that's what I do. I deny myself the social aspect of myself because I'm really a happy person. I like to talk to people and um I feel like I'm pretty outgoing when I'm in a good space mentally, but I felt like as I got older, I had my son, I started really feeling like life, real life was really kicking into my like imaginary world that I've created for myself since like, I, I really live inside my imagination. So when I was being forced into like living in the real world and really feeling like, oh, wow, I really missed my, I really missed the aspect of like what I would have had if I knew my dad, you know what I'm saying? Like when I really, spending a lot more time with myself getting a chance to understand like my my own thoughts a lot of my thoughts rooted back to like that desire like sheesh this man's living he has he has a whole family like i got siblings that i never really met stuff like that and it just always played in the back of my head so a few days ago we sat down me him his wife she's a she's a beautiful amazing person she she really built the bridge that helped us you know kind of meet because i reached out to her initially and she kind of like orchestrated this situation not that it had to be that way but it was more so just like me and him are kind of the same in, in, in that regard we're like here let's just do it this way this this will get it going you know what i'm saying it, it, it'll, it'll take a little bit of pressure off of me but at the same time it'll put it'll i'm, I'm asserting myself to start and initiate this situation by doing it this way too and um we sat down bro we we barely ate because i like, like we just they, like the, the girls ate but like we were just sitting there just like talking and like it, it was times where i knew he wanted to cry because it was like he didn't know that certain things he was doing to get to me was getting through but i was just not understanding because i was left in this place of like it was a cloud that whole thing was a question mark I didn't even really know him, but he was like a person who would pop up randomly at family reunions because he's my stepdad's cousin. They're first cousins. They grew up in the same house together at one point. It was like, it was a whole chaotic. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Your father is a cousin to your stepfather? First cousin, bro. Yo, that's wild as fuck, bro. 
wild as fuck. And I mean, bro, like, it was a situation where I had to just look at it like, like just how you just, just, just responded with that. Like, yo, that's wild. Like that's, I had to live that 31 years of like, yo, that's wild. Like just constantly questioning this, that idea of like, and when I put myself in that shoe, if I am living with a person, this is my boy, this is my, this is my cousin move, at that point, move, move. that it has to be, or it has to be the opposite for me to think that it would be okay for me to not only be with the woman that you had a child with, but start the relationship while she's still pregnant with your child. So it led to a chaotic beginning for me. Hey, hey. bro. Hey, bro. What? It led to a, a, a chaotic beginning for me because it was like, why did that occur that way? Whereas though I didn't get any type of, hey, this is how you, this is your, this is your, your origin like I needed to know this and instead it was hidden from me for a long time so you can imagine I went through a lot of my my life being right next to someone who's really actually like close kin to me but not knowing and some of those people have passed away at this point whereas though I'm living my whole life I'm not trying to cut you off yo but I just want to make sure that I'm understanding this correctly yo so you're related to your stepfather twice yes and it's not, and no, not even twice. Just, I'm, I, that's my cousin. My stepfather's my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not my father. And my real father is his cousin. Oh, wow. That's crazy, bro. Wild. Yeah, that's wild. So, like, all this time I was, because I was raised with my mom, I only got her side. And to give my mom some slack, because I'm not trying to make her look bad, she was going through a lot during the time I was conceived. She just lost her father, and she just lost her brother, who was only like a year or two older than her. They were like super close. So it was like, I try to give... Did he freeze? I think so. Oh, I thought that was a, that was like, yeah, that's a, that's a long dramatic pause. <laughs> oh, there we go. You froze for a bit, dope soul. For my, oh, my bad, bro. Yeah, we thought we thought you did um, we thought you did a long dramatic pause. I was like, damn, that's a that's a really long pause, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not working. What you talking about, the juice? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let that sit for a bit. <laughs> I'm gonna let that cook. I'm like, yo. <laughs> Nah, I, I um I was talking the whole time. My phone just must have uh, paused. But um, but That's like I was story, just like, man. yeah, like I don't even want to go too much more. I don't want to drag it on too much more. But you get the the idea of like the dynamic of what I, I had to deal with. And basically, my antennas was opened up when I real I realized that I was seeing this same uh, story being played out in front of me through my little sister. Um, she's going through a situation now with her baby dad where 
I think that it could have been soothed in a different manner, but I'm watching my mother be a, a tag team partner in this and sort of spearhead this uh, campaign that has effectively damaged the father-son relationship already. And for me, in all good conscience, I can't, after having a child, I just don't understand how someone is comfortable with that. I don't care what reason you attach to why you're doing it. It's like, if this man is trying to be a part of this child's life, you can't make it difficult for him. It's not right. And you might not see it that way, but you have to be able to step outside of yourself and listen to other people's vantage point because this, this situation is really affecting the, 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 the child. It's not, it's not, uh, uh, no one's winning. You know what I'm saying? The child is losing in this situation. And I am that child in a sense, because I lost a lot when I looked at my dad the other day, really realizing just the way he talked to me, his, his principle on certain things. He wouldn't have let me be taken advantage of so much in business and things like that with people. I'm a very laid back guy. So is he, but he's a very like, stern type of guy whereas though he doesn't come off like a super tough guy but he seems like the type of guy that when he makes up his mind he just goes with that and growing up that was a really hard thing for me because i was raising myself even though i had a two-parent house the dynamic of my household really left me to kind of raise myself and observe and when it was time to be punished and 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 things of that nature yeah you know black black parents know how to do that but as far as nurturing and paying attention to the things that matter, sometimes I felt like that was thrown to the wayside. And I don't think that I can rightfully give an ex 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 excuse to that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I have to hold you guys accountable for that in order to understand what I'm feeling when it comes to why I wanted my dad to be in my life from the get-go. I felt like what I have now with my son is so focused and centered that I understand that the dynamic, <clears throat> the dynamic of me and his mom being together and having that co-parenting um, relationship, it's important to him. Like, I know people say don't stay with someone because of a child and things like that, but I do say consider the child in, in that decision. Yeah. If you have one, because sometimes I feel like people leave relationships and stuff like that because they don't have patience and they're selfish. It's not always about, oh, this isn't working out, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, did you think about the idea of this isn't working out before you put both your names on a house lease before you had three kids, before you both got a car together and all this other stuff. It's selfish that we uh, utilize these, these options so frivolously sometimes. Like I used to leave chicks like that, but I understood at that time when I was doing it, my age, my, my, where I was at mentally. And I can look back in retrospect to some of those situations and understand like I, I lost out. Oh, I lost out on that situation. I thought I was doing the right thing or I thought I was being a player, but no, I lost out. 
you know, so it's like, overall, what I got from that situation was a, a oneness with myself. I became complete at that dinner table. I didn't really have to go back and try to like challenge my mom on things that happened or ask her more questions and things. We've had our talks and I really didn't put my dad in that position to make him explain himself too much because I didn't want him to feel like that was the intention of this conversation. It's like, I'm not like everybody else. I'd rather us just have a relationship. We're living. You know what I'm saying? We're alive and we don't have a real problem with each other. Right. So it's like, let's have a relationship. Let it be what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's like the overall of it. At 31 years old, me and my dad, through literally like, it was like, <laughs> we didn't talk to each other, you know what I'm saying, all this time. So the times that we did have like little run-ins because our families are, we're in the same family. So <laughs> it would be times that he didn't know I was going to be a certain stuff and I didn't know he was going to be a certain stuff. And then we had certain family members who were quote unquote messy in a sense, who would know and said it, set it up that way so that we would just awkwardly run into each other because they wanted us to, to have that moment. Like everyone who knew about the real story wanted us to have this moment, but they probably wanted to see it when it happened. So a lot of people did little, little crazy stuff that kind of ruined it and prolonged the situation, if you ask me. But I'm glad it finally happened. It's like it's a blessing that we both lived long enough to have this day where we can look each other in the face and know like it's no hard feelings either side still just love and God willing, we have many more years to just build from there. That's, that's real like, shit, bro. Yeah, that's real shit. I'm glad he got that. I mean, that's gotta be a, a powerful sense of uh, closure in some way, shape or form, right? For you. Hell yeah. yeah. It was like, I remember feeling like I was never going to get the answers to some of those questions because it was so much distance between us. But it was like, and that was literally like six months ago. I was feeling like that. So for it to be where we're at now, after waiting so long and getting to a point, honestly, like bro, I went through periods of like, uh, I guess in the way this impacts me, I feel like I went through cycles of like, okay, this is really bothering me. And getting to a point where I'm like, don't even care anymore about this. Don't even exist. Then I got to a point after having a kid where it just came back, but like 10 times more. Cause like now I have a son that looks like me and my dad looks just like me. So it's, that's the other weird part where it's like, sheesh, I can't act like you don't exist. <laughs> like you're really like, I, you spit me out for sure. Yeah. That's crazy because I'm I'm 34. I'm still figuring shit out. I'm like, wait, Dad did what? <laughs> you know, I'm like, wait, what? This, this happened? You know, so it's it's yeah. wild. You know, family dynamics. The black kid and his dad is a different story, bro. The black kid and his dad—that's just a different story. Yeah, I don't know if other cultures experience it like we do. I'm saying like it's definitely a whole dynamic, whole else different dynamic, you know. I don't want my mom if she had, if she does hear this to feel like 
I'm, I'm like making her the bad guy. She's not the bad guy. No one's the bad guy. This is just a situation that happens in uh, in life that is very hard to on, on all parties. And I know for a solid fact in my heart that my mom didn't intend to hurt me in no shape, form, or fashion, even if some of the decisions she made, I do feel like have hurt. But I love my mom, love my dad. Glad that everything came back full circle. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. You got so, the, I don't want to lie, you feel me, but I have to ask you, like, so when you found out this additional information, right, and when you first found out that they were related, how, did that change how you saw your stepfather in any way? I was young when I found out, so it was like the, the nigga that's whooping your ass is your dad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> If a nigga could whoop your ass, that's your dad. And that was a nigga that was whooping my ass. So it was like, all right, that's that's pops. So I think that like the difference between me and him was that I honestly, now knowing all the information, don't feel like he liked my real dad. And I think that played a part in the way he parented me early on. I think it changed as he got older and matured more. But I think in the beginning, a lot of his parenting uh, was inspired from how he felt about my father. And he didn't really think highly of my dad. And I think that's because my dad was like, he's like me. He's the guy that doesn't have to have a lot to like shine. My dad's a ladies man. And I think something like that happened because he kind of like... <laughs> He was saying stuff without saying it when he was trying to like, he was like, I don't want to say nothing like bad about anybody, but like, it's more to this story than just like, you know, just something like that happening as far as the history, because they grew up in the same house That's at one saying, point. Like, it sounds extremely personal. Like, you feel me? And then they both are father figures to you. So I'm trying to find the most correct way to to analyze this you feel me like mm -hmm. so because it kind of looked like bro on the outside looking in and correct me if i'm wrong you feel me please mm -hmm. correct me if i'm wrong mm -hmm. but it kind of sounds like he never really liked your father bro and then he saw that your father and your mother were having issues and it sounds like he dirty macked his way into the situation i don't know if that's what happened but that's really what it sounds like Hey man, and that's what I'm saying. Like it's like, it that's a possibility because of the type of person that my stepdad is. Like he's very aggressive. He's very macho, a man's man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, I don't want to talk too no, much on my no, step. Cool, my stepdad like, was not, really out here. I'm not talking shit, bro. Like I'm sure niggas have dirty Mac before, yo. Uh, to yeah. dirty Mac a family member, that's a different level. You feel me? That's like some mm -hmm. villain origin arc type shit. But, but, like, <laughs> but, but all jokes aside, bro, like that's okay. All right. I'm done, bro. I just had to ask you. But that's a fair that's a fair assessment because like I don't want you to feel like that was a bad a bad way to look at it, because honestly that's the way I looked at it too. And that's the way I, I, I do feel in a way, partially, like I really honestly feel like he, he does genuinely 
like my mom or want to be with my mom. But I do feel like he did that to my dad with a, a malicious intent towards him in a sense, not towards my mom, but just, you know, I would, I would wait if I was, you know what I'm saying? Just out of respect of the fact that like when it happened, it's, it's more of the fact that like you did it during the time frame of like my mom was still pregnant with me and you guys started like showing signs of that you were dating and you know what I'm saying? Like why the timing is just like, that's the part that I'm like, that's not right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all could have waited. Y'all could have done this in a way where, and the part that I'm kind of leaving out, and I'll just say it like this, like my stepdad ain't the type of person that you just like, you don't play with my stepdad at all. So that's not a person that like you can just talk to, especially at that time in his life. You ain't just talking to him about something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like, <laughs> I'm trying to say it without saying it, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like, certain, no, I got certain, you, I certain animosity. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's to that to that extreme, bro. Like, he's a very good man, and he's a pastor now, and he's changed his life drastically from who he used to be. But like, he used to be, yeah. I don't know how else to say it without being like too too like I don't want to say the wrong I, thing. I think it's said. Without, no, I, I think I think it's saying. yeah. I think it's said without being said. But yeah, I think I understand the, the yeah. degree of what you're referring to. And I feel like sometimes women grasp to those type of people for the power aspect. Like my mom has that same type of like aggressive nature outside, but she doesn't have the same background as my stepdad like she she's the youngest she was spoiled um but she's like aggressively used to getting her way and she's very powerful uh at manifesting uh what she wants and my mom my mom definitely like i i know she believes in god wholeheartedly and I know that her intentions, I feel like her intentions are, are pure in the sense, but the things that she does as far as like, we make excuses for how we guard ourselves or how we defend ourselves in certain situations. And sometimes it's like, hey, that you, you can't run away from this. Like you gotta face this because you're hurting other people if you run away from it. And it's those type of situations where a person can really be a very good person and really kind and and nice and things like that. But it's like you kind of ran away from the real things that you were supposed to face. You don't leave a baby out in the, in the middle of a war. You know what I'm saying? I can't carry my own spear and shield at that point. I'm being trampled and just toyed with at all points in the battlefield. So I'm able to fight for myself. And by then, the dynamic is different because those who were supposed to protect me didn't protect me. I'm protecting myself. So there's a love there, but there's a level of respect that's lost. So I feel like when people don't, when people abandon their post and they think that like that doesn't 
warrant them to be held accountable for abandoning their post. It's like, no, man. Just because you did that action in, in that moment, you, you, you saw a reaction, you thought that was it? No. That was just the beginning. That was the seed. Man, there's so many things that I've done in my life that, like, I would never have done if, I, if, if me and my dad were in contact. Mm -hmm. Just in contact. If I knew that he existed and, and the type of person he is and then realized like he's so much like me, I wouldn't have thought that I had to change so much about myself. I would have just continued to be the person that I was. I always ask myself like, when did this stop? You know, this, this moment where I stopped just seeing life in this like really bright aspect and I was just living every day optimistic. When did it stop? And I realized like it stopped when I couldn't live inside that imaginary space anymore. Stop when like grandma died and that void was like so wide that I had to like look for things to close that void. Because it was too it was too much of a gap. My grandmother filled such a huge gap for me she died it was like like the world was supposed to end the next day in my mind so it's like what else is there to do all your aspiration up until now was because you wanted to be in a financial position to do something for your grandmother mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying this was that's all i had growing up because of the fact that i found out about this this origin at a very young age, but in a very foul way. The way I found out the first time was because my older brother, who also has a different dad, let it be known because we were like, we were getting into it, some some kid shit. And he just was like, yeah, that's not your dad downstairs. At that point, I thought that was my dad. You know what I'm saying? I was growing up thinking that that was really my dad. So that was how I found out as a kid. And then my uncle, who I was super close to, was actually my cousin, but I call him my uncle. Um, me and, his, me and his, his son are super close. I would always go over to his house. He would always say stuff like, oh, did you see your dad? Or your dad asked about you and stuff like that. But he would say it and not tell me who my dad was. So I would be sitting there thinking he's talking about the dad that I live with. And I'll be looking at him crazy. I'll be looking at him crazy, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he just dropped me off. Right. <laughs> I know he said hi or whatever. But he couldn't say it because he was unsure if my parents had already had that conversation with me. So eventually he had to say something to me because I didn't know all that time that him and my real dad are like best friends. So they were always talking. And my dad was checking on me through him. That whole time, just saying little stuff, telling them, you know, just to ask about me and stuff like that. He would just stay in touch that way. And I wouldn't even know because at one point, my uncle just stopped letting me know. Like my dad was asking and he would just be like saying certain stuff. All this came full circle when my dad was telling me at the table. And I was like, that was the moment where he felt like I felt like he was about to cry because I think he didn't know if my uncle was actually telling me. 
or if the messages was ever getting to me type shit. <clears throat> and for me, it was more like, I lived so many different sagas of life so early because of this origin, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, once your dad ain't in the picture, you gotta find a different purpose to like aspire to do something. Like, I don't know if I would've became a rapper if I had my dad in my life all this time. I might've became like a, a person who like wrote movies and something something like that early because I was doing that in my teenage years professionally in a sense because of the church that I was at, it was people that was getting me to do work and they were shopping my work to other people on a low level. But like, if my dad was in my life, he would have made sure I did that shit for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I started rapping because after a certain point, I know this is going to sound crazy as hell, bro. <laughs> after a certain point, I guess I felt so ignored, but I felt like I was so dope that this was the thing I needed to do in order for people to fucking give me that response. Like, this is the profession where people are supposed to say either you're dope or you're, or you're fucking trash. So it's like, this is a safe place for me to be as fucking loud as I can because nobody is telling me how fucking dope I am. And it's like, I think that the path I chose musically became more of an entity because of the fact that like I didn't have a father and I felt like what I was doing was raising people in a sense that was the intent like this music is intended for you to like live with this is for people like me It's like a weird dynamic of how you try to like create a father figure type of energy within your life when you don't have that naturally. Because you don't sound crazy, though. A lot of people pick up the microphone as a form of therapy. That is like you, it don't, is. Sound, you don't sound crazy, though. It's super therapeutic for me. That's exactly what I told my dad. He asked me, like, he was like, So, what you want to do? And I was like, I can't even really answer that for you. Like, yeah, I, I do music. I'm a rapper. But that's not all I am. And if I sat here and try to explain to you everything that I'm trying to be in 31 years of my life, this restaurant going to kick us out. <laughs> I don't got enough time. And it probably wouldn't make sense. It's like meeting him really made me feel like, man, what do I want to do? Now that I've finally had this part of myself fixed. It's also different too when you have a figure like that asking you that, you know what I mean? Like that's always kind of the, it's always like the thing as like a kid when you have your like, so what do you want to do when you, you know, grow up essentially? <laughs> you know, like, 
Like your dudes aren't telling you, oh, what do you want to do in 10 years? You know, <laughs> don't fall. Like, they don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy because, like, I don't think he, I don't, he might have, he might have checked out my social medias and seen it, but I don't think he knows I smoke weed like I do. And I don't think he knows, like, I don't think he's ever heard any of my music or anything like that. So, like, the person that he thinks I am, I don't, that's, that's the question mark right now. Is like who do you what type of person do you think I am? Because I know I look a certain way, and I intentionally like got my girl to do my hair and all that, try to make sure my my lips wasn't chapped. That's a prime sign of of stoner. When you come into the spot and your lips got that little chap to it, you're just trying to fucking carmax it out and it won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> so like, hey man, it's cold out like, there too, I man. Yeah, it's cold like, season, oh. man. Everybody's losing chat right now, bro. <laughs> and I feel like the way I talk sometimes, I just feel like that sounds like someone who smokes a lot of pot. Just the way I I uh, articulate or, or or break down things, I feel like that always sounds like I'm I'm, I'm like I have to be a stoner of some sort. So I was kind of like just I was really being myself with him. Even had a drink at the table, but. That was a question in the back of my head of like, okay, I guess that's where we're going to start. He's going to have to like really know who I am. And it's probably going to be uncomfortable for him because my dad's super in the church now. He was always in the church all his life, but like he's like like three and four days a week if he can type. And it's like, Shh. all right, dad, I feel you. Like I ain't, I'm not knocking it. I'm not ever going to like go against that. <laughs> but Four days a week? Oh no! <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I, I like that dynamic of like, you know, I don't want him to be like, I, I, like me in the sense of that. Like, I'm a, a part of you. you know what I'm saying so. I look at my son and I imagine like, what if he's all the cool aspects of me times like times ten. It's like he has this he has this already ear for music where like if I play something on the radio and he doesn't like it, he does like this thing where he's just like, eh, like he just like 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 boo basically. And then like I'll turn on the song he likes and he'll start smiling and he'll get quiet and and it's like wow. It's like and he's only one. Yeah, that's real but, that's real that's real shit right there, you know. <clears throat> it's crazy to me because it's like I I'm aware of these type of things and I and I, I try to be as uh open minded to the, the the spiritual aspects of things. And I I look at the fact that like who I am as a person, when I have my son, I knew for a fact like if even if he doesn't do rap or music at all, he's gonna know music, he's gonna feel it, music's gonna do something for him because of what it did for me and how invested I am in it. Like it's a part of my DNA. It's definitely some music notes. When they cut me open, there's gonna be music notes all over the place. So it's like, I feel like that part of me, if anything else, is gonna be with him. And as his parent, I am gonna put him in the studio a lot earlier than any other kid's probably been in the studio. 
And I am going to be like, bro, finish that 16. Finish it. Put the chicken nuggets down. Finish that 16. Give me the Game Boy. Finish that 16. I'm going to do that to him for at least a year. And it's not be it's not going to be his choice. It's going to be because I understand that, like, I got to let you try everything, bro. You're going to figure out what you want to do when it when you need to, like not not a minute late, not a minute sooner, but when you need to. But you're not going to be idle. I was idle because there was a blended family situation where it's like, who can really, unless you're in that mind state of like, I am going to be dad to all these kids, who can really do that if they're not yours biologically? Like, I look at this Nick Cannon situation, it's cool how it sounds in the blogs, like, oh, he's having another kid, oh. everybody's going crazy, but it's like, when you really think about that, black, white, Hispanic, whatever, I don't care what color he is, bruh, you're having all these kids and you're, and you're who you are first off. Yeah, you can take care of them financially. I hope that's enough for those kids. And I hope that somehow you make a way that you can hold each one of those kids as a, as a baby frequently enough for them to understand that you're their dad. Right, yeah, actually be a father. Now. Yo, he be looking so annoyed in the pictures, bro. <laughs> like, at the maternity shoes, bro, he be looking so annoyed, bro. <laughs> because it's probably like, he probably be looking at the mom like, hey, what's your name? Oh, you the one that was tripping that night. Because <laughs> it's always probably one night stand. I'm probably like, oh, hey, shit, that's you. Hey, sign this NDA real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he probably forgets some of them. Like, oh, damn, you are my baby mom. Oh, damn, that is your mom. Shit. <laughs> I thought that was such a such mom. Right. Um. Oh. <laughs> like, he probably forgets who he got into an argument with or which one said what. And that type of stuff, like, that's just, it's normal, but it's, all the stuff we see on TV, bro, the, the funniest TV show can be made into reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I guarantee you there's some comedy-based show or movie where there's some guy who has a billion baby moms and he can't keep up with them. And that's literally probably what, what Nick Cannon's lip. It was big, big love, but that's why I think of Bill Paxton without... I'm a Mormon, Mormons. But I think, like, just from my experience of like how I was raised, I can't say I had a, a bad upbringing. I, I was raised in a a safe environment. I was never like abused in any like super crazy ways. I mean, we had some little like you know little moments where you know you know I feel like every family. This is probably about to be wild. I don't know. This is this is the one right here, guys. This is the uh, this is the clickbait one right here. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we've all had that experience of like a cousin and a little sexual type of encounter with a cousin of some sort or some family member, some female. I hope female but some female family member that you weren't supposed to be doing anything with. So those type of things happen, but nothing that I feel like, oh my gosh, I was violated. 
blah, blah, blah. Even though a psychologist would probably be like, that's why you're a little hypersexual and things of that nature at times. But I had a pretty solid upbringing. I just feel like a lot of these little things that happened came from the lack of like uh, focus on me. Like not just saying it like, oh, just look at me, but it's like all of us, we have to have some type of organization if you're gonna blend this properly. We're all different. And all of us had different dads for the most part, except for three. So it was three that had the same dad, but two of them had a different mom. You know what I'm saying? It was just a lot of dynamics of blend that you had to blend thoroughly and add fucking sugar and all the other ingredients that you need because that smoothie was very bland over time. And it came with a lot. But shout out to life. Shout out to God. Thank you. Thank you, God, for allowing me to live, to see this day. And I pray we see many, 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 many more. Amen. And if anyone out there is going through something like that, I hope that this type of story helps them, uh, brings them some sort of hope. Like if anyone feels like they're, they've been waiting for this type of moment for a long time, I waited 31 years. And I'm not saying that it's going to just happen tomorrow or it's going to happen to me. But I hope this does inspire some hope in a person who might have felt like that, that it would never happen or that it's impossible. It's definitely not impossible. And I think that what helped this one happen as far as this moment was the fact that both parties were open to just having a relationship with each other and not focusing on what happened so much like yeah you want to know but don't let that count because you can't change it you know you can you can take it in feel it if you need to feel that energy or whatever feel it but if you love that person if you love your parent whether it be your mom or your dad let that override all other emotions and do what love does and fight for love because you only get one dad you only get one mom and if they're living and they want to be in your life and y'all went through whatever y'all went through doesn't really matter if y'all love each other and want to be in a relationship with each other do it you'll feel good you'll feel really good feels better than any blunt i've ever smoked feels better than almost anything i can think of do it